You're listening to Creative Voices, sponsored by Treebark Store. Hey there, guys. Uh, so a little bit different this time. Um, I am sitting at home, same as I suppose a lot of us are, and I'm not even going to attempt to touch on the countless conversation we could have about the nature of the current situation we find ourselves in, the possible outcomes, what we should and shouldn't be doing. I think we're all using our best practice there. So instead, I'm just going to say that for the next while, while I'm at home, I'm going to attempt to remotely record and put out as much content as possible, both for sake of my own sanity for something to do, and uh, maybe hopefully to keep a few people entertained and do something with your day. Quality probably won't be as good as you're used to. It's a lot harder to record calls remotely, and I'm going to be editing these to get them out pretty quickly. So you might get a bit more uh, ums and ahs than you're used to, but there's nothing wrong with that. For ourselves, we took the decision to close Tree Bark at the weekend. Um, won't pretend it was an easy decision, but it was absolutely the right decision. I'm just going to have to wait it out and see what comes out the other side. Um, I'm glad to see that a lot of other small businesses in Galway have followed suit and taken a similar decision as well. I should, I should clarify there since they followed suit. We were not the first by any means to close, but I mean in general. Uh, yeah, so what I'm going to do right now today is uh, I will be chatting with Eric Henley Flanagan. You might remember Eric, he joined us on another episode. He works in uh, marketing and consultancy for small businesses, particularly artists. And we just said we'd have a chat about the current situation, the impact on small business and see what's going to happen. So uh, yeah, that's coming up right now. Uh, in between now and then as well, if you keep an eye on Tree Bark Store Instagram, sharing a bit more content than we usually would kind of busy trying to create stuff here at home and putting out some of the stuff i've been working on the last while one of the things that i think you might all enjoy is something called the coffee course recorded this with my friend tom hayes and owen bell tom's from pangea coffee culture really well educated in coffee and knowledge and we've been putting together some tutorials and guides about how to brew at home aeropress v60 chemex so forth there is three episodes up there one more to come out we had started on some with other local coffee shops and roasters, but we obviously won't be able to complete those for a while now. So I'm thinking about a few ideas I might be able to host here at home to get some more knowledge and information out there. And, uh, sorry, that's a yawn. Well, that's another yawn. <laughs> and uh, I might even try and do some sort of bit of screen recording here and maybe dive deep a bit on some of the science of coffee for people who might be interested in that. In the meanwhile, anyone who wants to join me on the show, anyone who's interested to talk to me at any point, just drop us a message and uh, I'll do my best to try and hook you up remotely online and do a bit of recording. Okay, so that is enough from me for now. Let's go talk with Eric. Um, hey guys, welcome to a bit of an unusual episode. I'm just going to be chatting a bit about the current situation and I'm on the line here with my friend Eric, who you may remember from a previous episode. Eric, thanks for taking some time to talk. No problem, John. Jeff, good to join you. So, Eric, I suppose yourself at the moment, you're obviously in your own home, sitting around. What's going on with you? Yeah, so I suppose it's it's, it's really unprecedented times um, for, for everybody, uh, irrespective of uh, industry um, and, and area, geographical area. So I suppose the, the old adage, we're all, we're all in this together. So... Um, yeah, I mean, what, what, what can you say? It's it's it's, it's a very strange, very strange, surreal experience, um, and I'm sure it's the same for yourselves. Yeah, 
quite odd. Um, we were chatting just before we started recording here, and we, I suppose we, we figured out if we actually talked about the situation, this would be the world's longest episode of a podcast. So maybe we won't go into the ins and outs of what's happening and how it'll happen. But for us... No, I'll probably be out of date by the time you've hit publish. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, for us, we made the decision today is Wednesday. We made the decision on Saturday that we were going to close. So on Sunday, we did like a last day, a couple of hours, let people come in. We've closed the coffee shop to all business. The online shop is still running and we have a couple of bits to ship out tomorrow and stuff. But that's all very kind of minimal contact. And even at that, like, man, you never package things so carefully in your life. You're just super conscious of everything, really. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think I think that's that's really. I mean, aside from you know guidelines from HSE and the WHO and, and the various bodies. I mean, in terms of good business practice, looking out for you're looking at kind of medium and long term. You're looking at uh, not not just for your business, but also your reputation and for your customers as well. And I suppose the way you operate your business is very much an ethical. Uh, you're about the community, about the society in which you live and operate in, um, and so it's it's good to hear. It's it's obviously it's it's sad to hear uh, business being closed, um, but you know you, you you made the right. I I would personally think you you made the right choice, um, and and I suppose hopefully we're everyone's hoping that we're, we'll all be back to back up and running soon. Um, but the big thing would be. It is that it is you know if if you can like what can you move from uh, offline to online yeah. um, and what can you keep going and and it's you know it's really about keeping in, keeping in touch with your your suppliers and and your customers and uh, I suppose keeping that that relationship going and open um, while everything else is is shut down. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it boils down to. Like, I mean. We'd already just started the process, funnily enough, um, in the last couple of weeks before all the situation developed of starting to gear up and build up online and stuff. So I'm, I'm glad I got a lot of that work done before now. And uh, look, you know, I have to say in fairness, the amount of messages of support that we've got in the last few days has been fantastic. And when we posted that we were closing that last Sunday in the last couple of hours, a lot of people popped in just to grab vouchers and bits and pieces, which, you know, yeah. As a business owner, it's it's a tough and sad decision, and I, w- I won't pretend I wasn't quite upset doing it, but I, I knew that in my heart it was the right thing to do. And as I said to someone last night, I, I don't know what I'll have in terms of a business after all is over, but I, I know what I'll have in terms of a conscience, and that's what's important to me right now. It's to do and to take the steps that are seen to be responsible and that are appropriate to do for everyone's sake. Because yeah. I feel, especially in a smaller community where we are, you know, it was like the the notion just swept through everyone at the same time and within a couple of hours of of us closing up, and I'm not saying we were first, I don't know who was first, but within a couple of hours of us closing up, suddenly everybody was doing it. And uh, that's the power of community, I think, is that people have to have enough respect for each other to do what's right, no matter how difficult it may be for them themselves. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you see, I mean, I suppose from 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 me in a, in a professional capacity in a marketing and, and, and branding perspective um you're looking you're looking at what's happening online on, on, on social media and the the positive um positive feeling and sentiment towards businesses that did make those decisions that tough decisions early 
um, in support of their staff, in support of their communities. And conversely, those that didn't, uh, you know, I won't mention any businesses, but there was a lot of flack over uh, certain certain businesses, particularly we saw it in, in Dublin, Temple Bar, is, yeah. you know, pubs being packed um, and kind of a very, very irresponsible thing to be doing. Um, and I think, I think it's looking like that. I mean, I suppose I, my, I'd, have, I'd have a question to you and I'd also have, I suppose, conversely, ed- advice for other business, but my question would be, you know, one what what as as a business owner, what do you need from the community in which you serve? I mean, you mentioned gift vouchers, you mentioned the online. I mean, they are kind of things that you can do to support your business to ensure that they've cash flow to to reopen again whenever that. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I mean, it's it's an unusual one because I love the fact that people want to support you equally to what any small business can't really afford to do is have a mountain of gift voucher sales now that means when yeah. they do reopen their doors they don't actually have any cash flow um, so it's a bit of a mixed bag it's a, it's a beautiful gesture by people and I really love the fact that people want to support their businesses but I would say be careful and be wary of that because we've all run businesses where it's about managing times of year so like loads of businesses will have massive sales of vouchers say Christmas time and that's yeah. fine because they're not expecting that on the 14th of January, everyone's going to come in with those vouchers, you know, whereas in this scenario, that's something that has a potential to happen for us as well. We stock uh, a lot of local smaller artists on a commission basis, too. So it's a case where we feel that, hey, you know what, maybe if people want to spend their money with us and support us in a way, buy the artwork from the small local artists. So it's of benefit to a lot of people. And yeah. Uh, it's something that's easier to manage and then the the money moves around in the community and we're all supporting each other, you know? Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's interesting in, interesting here and a lot of people probably uh, wouldn't wouldn't get that and, and understand that, that there is that, um, I suppose, that, that onus and this kind of nearly pressure on businesses when you do have a glut of vouchers being bought up and, um, and, and conversely then when if, if there's a situation like this where they could be used in a, in a very short period yeah that it, that it does end up causing could potentially cause more problems in the in cash flow perspective yeah um, and, and for the you know the you support a huge amount of local artists across the particularly across the west of Ireland um, and I know I'm right now I'm, I'm, I'm in Kildare and um there's a lot of lot of artists and producers and artists um, and creatives that um, are kind of standalone and they don't have the likes of, of, of yourself or the equivalent of yourselves in, in the area or in the region. Um, and so it is it is very important to see people, you know, kind of looking at it. We're, we're all having to take stock. Uh, we're not spending money in the pub or in the local takeaway or in, you know whatever it is mm. you know a lot of I've been I'm going to be fortunately I'm in isolation for, for 14 days um, so uh, because I had been travelling in an area that, that was uh, a high risk um, so I mean I have to look at right how much money was I going to be spending on, on mileage um, over that period is that money that I could afford to to spend uh, elsewhere to spend, to spend in, in local businesses and online in, in Irish in Irish organisations and 
local artists and, and support artists and, and business in that way. Do you think that's something that, that would be of, of benefit if people took that perspective? I think it would be a benefit in two ways because I think it would be obviously of benefit to the smaller artists to get some small amount of cash flow. But also, yeah. I don't think you can underestimate the value of acknowledgement and engagement for small businesses at times like this. You know, if you go on to Instagram and just search Irish made or something like that, it's very easy to see a ton or even like Irish art or whatever the hashtag you care to use. You're going to get in touch with a load of smaller Irish makers. And even if it's just a case of engaging with them and yeah. it could be a small purchase or maybe you just kind of give them a message of support. But that's powerful. I mean, these are people who are probably used to working on their own as it is, but now they're working probably at home, at home not knowing what's going to happen. And yeah. a business that they've been trying to build up from the ground and it's probably always ran on a knife's edge anyways is yeah. now teetering at best. So, yeah, I think get on there and just spend the time to maybe get to enjoy the wonderful stuff that does happen here in Ireland. I mean, okay, probably in, in some ways it would also be helpful because there's a real danger that you go into social media right now and you're just going to see, you could scroll and scroll and scroll and you will see nothing but virus news. So maybe... Yeah search for something you may be looking at slightly older content but you never know what you might find that you might develop an interest in and as well there's you know it's it's funny i think something that would have seemed kind of forward thinking a few weeks ago like live streaming for businesses and so forth it's going to seem like old hash i think in a couple of months because everybody's going to be doing it and that's yeah. great because now that means that you can still get a direct interaction with a business, but at a time and in a manner in which it, it's easier and suits you to do it. So like my wife's in the room next door, live streaming her friend's yoga class. Um, our, our friends here in Wildway Gym, they closed up a few days ago as well. And they've come together with uh, an actual structured and scheduled program for all their members. And they actually arranged collection at the gym over the last few days for people to bring home the equipment that they own in the gym to their own houses weights and bars and bells and everything so they can have a facility to train at home for the duration of this which I thought wow. was great like so there's no excuse for any of us to be uh, putting on a shed load of weight because we can't leave the house oh like it's yeah I don't think so I mean look maybe not everyone has those facilities but you know yeah. this everyone has a bit of spare room in their house and there's a real danger I think and okay look it's going to be the case for the first few days everyone's probably going to change their diet habits maybe everyone's probably going to have a drink too much at home or whatever may be is a coping mechanism but yeah. the fatigue that will set in and there's a real danger that the more people spend time at home their behavioral habits unless they're looking after their mental health which is intrinsically linked to their fitness then after two weeks of self-quarantine or isolation or whatever the, you know it might be the yeah. behavioral fatigue will set in and people will start to take risks and maybe venture out when they shouldn't so i think the establishment of a good and a healthy routine and all that comes from like a healthy engagement with other people through um chats or messages or as we talked about the live streaming or supporting small businesses like i saw uh eugene from the dobros put up a thing on his instagram earlier on where they were doing a family group chat that had never attempted before and they had six people connected on the facebook messenger different parts of his family from all over the country and that's yep. that's important too yep. like yeah, it's a, it's an opportunity to kind of um, hit reset for 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 a lot of us, and particularly, um, you know, I suppose for 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 me in, in in the area that I work in, and you know, I I I sell the idea of of, of having really strong online presence for businesses and, and professionals and organizations, creatives, 
uh, and have to so obviously I have to use my my own word and, and do that and spend a lot of time on them um, but it's an opportunity then to actually reevaluate that and, and look at the value the value of what we're um, what we're sharing what we're reading what we're engaging with what we're consuming um, and I think I, I like I love the idea there's just plenty and there is there's plenty of really good hashtags out there Irish made there's Irish arts um Different, you know, I know there's kind of like positive news hashtags and stuff like that. And it is about doing that, get curating a stream of, of you know, start following people of, of, of positive with positive messages, positive news, um, and don't go down the rabbit hole really of, of you know, obviously we have to keep informed and see what's going on. And instead, you, we, we should be getting, and we should be getting that information from the HSE, from the WHO. From, from at a, at a national level government, but not then uh, engage with, with the rag press or um, you know any of these conspiracy theorists and stuff like that as well, and, and just really build positive um, experience around social media and uh, and use it like that. Use it like Eugene's using it if he's connecting with his family from all around the country or all around the world. Yeah, uh, we have this technology in our hands now to do this. I mean, we're having. We're having a, a conversation here from right across the country and uh, being able to do it for us before we would have been sitting in the studio together. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think outside of that then, I mean, grasp the fact that because we're all in similar positions, the, the support and the mechanisms are being put in place. And, yeah, I mean, maybe it'll take a while to, to figure some of that out and... To be fair to everyone who works in, in those environments at the moment and, like, the different offices for be it unemployment benefit or social welfare or whatever the banks or whoever like they're all in uncharted territory too as well so I think a bit of patience for these people if you call them up to try and find things out I mean an email is always good I sent three or four emails today rather than be on hold with someone and I got pretty rapid responses about uh, getting payment freezes on certain things like subscription services I use as part of my photography business uh, yeah. software subscription that we use for the till in our, our shop that's an Irish company, Talic, actually, in fairness. I want to mention Anthony from Talic was back to me in a few minutes and said, absolutely no problem. We'll put a halt on everything until you're back in business. So that was really well, nice. Well, to... thank you for that because everyone will be ringing them up now. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff said there's free stuff. <laughs> Jeff said there's free stuff, yeah. yeah. No, but it is, it's about that. I mean, you know, ultimately you're talking, you're dealing with humans at the other end of the phone who have family, who have kids. Um, we're all in the same boat. I mean, it's one of those, I suppose, very unique um once in a lifetime kind yeah. of look, take a positive spin in, in, in some sense um, it's a it's one of those very unique experiences for humankind that is affecting everyone globally um, you know so it's, it's it's a common equalizer in one sense um, now you know not, that's not obviously to to um, say it's a positive experience in the sense of, of people being ill and, and, and people dying but um in terms of having to isolate, in terms of having to manage our health, manage our mental health, manage our well-being, looking after after each other, I think you know I've seen a lot of really really good things over the last couple of days. Businesses um, supporting other businesses, um, you know, people that businesses that had closed up, providing their expertise or their experiences to other to voluntary organisations. Um, you know, I, like I, I've, I've been kind of, I've been putting a call out there for for people that, 
if they want any help from the online side of things, getting e-commerce set up, getting kind of any questions on mm. that, I'll have to help. Whereas before this week, I would have been charging a lot of money. No, I yeah. shouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's about supporting each other and, and, and uh, you know, and, and, and that's, that's really a, a positive we can take from that. that there's an opportunity here where, where, we, where we can all, we're all in it together. We can all help each other up. You yeah, know? exactly. And it's, uh, I've seen a few things today, like I think I saw a figure earlier on that 24,000 people had volunteered um, who had healthcare experience to sign up and work with the, the HSE and, and so forth on the front line of this stuff. And yeah. that's that's a huge ask because we're already aware of how potentially dangerous and how highly susceptible we are to getting this virus. And then to put yourself in that position, that's, yeah. you know... I, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say to that really you know it's you know and, and it's it's the the frontline staff across you know the HSE and across these these different departments but you you know you think with logistics you, you, you spoke about your own your own business in terms of keeping whether whether you're whether it's going to be big orders or small orders is you know you're going to be uh, you're, you're still handling online sales you're still that's that's still going to buy you know, courier or it's living up by on post. Yeah. Um, you know, these men and women are working night and day, get parcels across the country, you know, all the logistics of, of getting food, you know, the courier or truckers, hauliers and all that kind of stuff. A lot of people that you forget about um, that actually if if there's a, a break in the chain, how quickly, um, you know, things start, start to fall apart and stuff. And um, I know... I was away when when kind of the, the the first wave of panic buying started happening in supermarkets and people buying up uh, six months worth of toilet roll and uh, you know yeah. uh, what it is I think I mean the the, the, the supermarkets and, and the businesses and the shops and the retailers uh, are able to plan you know if, if people are kind of I suppose respected and people are smart and and, and clever they're able to plan and, and continue to provide the services and continue to supply, you know, all of the products that we need. Um, and and it's amazing to see, so we see, see that in operation. So I suppose um, it's really, for me personally, I'm, I'm trying to take from it is is to uh, to to look at that and, and look at people and, and be grateful for, for, for those you have working with you, those you have in your life and you know and, and to, to be thankful a little, little bit more patient with people as well as you say people are under pressure um, and uh, we're all in this together and everyone's in the same boat you know yeah and there's an almost tangible tension in the air as well so I think the impact of that on people's health and well-being like as I said we're trying to keep things as, as normal as we can within the house for the kids and stuff so trying to explain to them what's going on our, our kids are five and three so it's it's difficult it's to really age. get that concept across, you know. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 a hard it's a hard age, and and if if you have to, you know, like a lot of families, you're if you have to keep if you have to keep them isolated from other family members, and um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of grandparents and and aunts and uncles that can't see their favorite nephews and nieces mm, and, and yeah. children, and you know, and. Uh, Particularly at a young age, it's very, very hard to explain that. Um, well, it was my uh, daughter's birthday yesterday, so it was quite a difficult one to explain to her why there was nobody coming to see her. <laughs> that was uh, yeah. something she'd been 
she's just figured out how to work a calendar there recently so she was looking at her calendar every day for the last like, month or two trying to figure out when her birthday was going to be and uh, thankfully because another kid in the school actually has the same birthday we did her actual birthday party a few weeks ago so it meant that we were able to uh, have some sort of escape for her there you know yeah and it is it's very I mean life goes on it's, it's you know you want to keep everything as normal as possible and and going but uh when it's it's a case of, of both yourself and, and, and Yvonne being being at home being housebound uh, nearly you know 24-7 obviously you're getting out of the house and getting fresh air and, and doing all the healthy things you need to be doing but uh, it's a change for, for for the kids as well to see that and uh, you know kids kids are kids are responsive to that they, they pick up on it very very quickly yeah and um, but there is the only, I mean, again, the other positive, positive side, um, come back to kind of the creatives and the artists and stuff like that, there's some amazing um, artists putting their work out there for free, putting um, putting together workbooks, for, particularly for families, um, you know, because obviously a lot of parents, I think you're doing it yourself, um, keeping up the education, keeping up the schooling within the within the the confines of your home yes we've been running a daddy day school for the last few days yeah so I mean amazing uh, you know and, that, and that's that's great to hear and but like the amount of people that, and, and to, to yourself and to, to anyone who listens to the podcast you know check it out on, on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and um, there's loads and loads of really good resources there a lot of I, I mean over the last last four or five days the amount of stuff I mean you and I would probably follow similar uh, businesses and artists and creatives but like the amount of people that I outside of that that were really getting stuck in at home creating things with their kids and creating kids with their grandkids and whatever yeah. um, and you know it's, it's that's beautiful to see it's beautiful to see this, that people are kind of getting, getting back into that so it's not we're not sitting down and becoming couch potatoes yeah. it's, and getting back to kind of stuff that uh, becoming children again ourselves as well you know it's an opportunity to yeah exactly just to uh, reconnect with certain aspects of yourself and um, I started reading I started reading a book that's been sitting beside my bed for about six years now waiting for a chance to get read <laughs> yeah I mean I've I, uh, I have I have an awful um, kind of a, I suppose a mag, mag like, a, like a magpie when I, when I go Anywhere I go, I see books I'm like I'm interested in, and I have stacks of books there that I've bought over the last two years that I haven't gone near. So uh, I've been trying to dip into them now over the last couple of days. So it's that's that's the plan of that to try and get as much much of them read as, as possible, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's that's that's you know again it's positive. So I mean we can you can sit and from a business point of view, from a professional point of view, from a personal point of view, from a human point of view. You can sit and look at the negatives, the, you know, all of the stuff that's going on, read all the, the the bad stuff, the negativity around it, or you can take it as an opportunity to do stuff that you haven't done in a while. Um, and at the same time, that that's not um, that's not taken away from the fact that it's a very serious situation, and then there's a, a virus here that's potential to kill and 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 you know and, and make people very very ill. Um, but it's okay to, to do those both of those things in tandem, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think I think we've kind of become, in certain ways, we've become because of the instantaneous nature of communication and news. Uh, we've kind of become we can't 
we're, we struggle with the idea of being happy and sad at the same time or compartmentalizing that certain situations can be bad but yet you can still be having a good time or you can still be enjoying something mm. um, so it's you, people kind of get into it rather than people get into the cycles of going down the come down the rabbit hole of, of one area and, and forgetting that actually other things are happening in life as well you know yeah um, and a couple of weeks a couple of months down the road this will be hopefully you know a, a distant memory for, for the vast majority of people and uh, we would hope that we have learned and uh, kind of learned and changed our behaviour slightly and look at the positives and look at all the amazing people that have done really creative stuff over the last couple of weeks and months you know and yeah. um, that's 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 what, that's what I'm going to try and take from it. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, like, at the end of the day, if you're in a situation that you don't really have much control over, I think it's often been said that I don't have control over the situation. I only have control over my own response to it. So that's the approach that I'm going to take. Yeah, and absolutely, 100%. So I know we touched on it very briefly, and I'm sure anyone who's working for themselves or whatever is probably aware, but just in case, before we come on the air, we made mention of the fact that there's been talk today, and again, I'm, I'm wary of this being outdated before it goes out, but there is mention of uh, payment freezes on, on business and personal loans, uh, mortgage breaks, um, looking at, for business owners, get your VAT returns filed if they're not already, and then you can hold off and freeze that payment until such a point as you can afford to pay it, or there'd be no interest in penalties, there won't be any pursuance of uh, outstanding cases. I guess with all these things, it's engage with your business Um well, sorry, engage with your suppliers and yeah. people who finance your business and be patient with them and perhaps maybe email is the best approach because I'm sure they're inundated and correct, have the correct details to hand for them, make sure you're giving them all the information they need to speed up the process and make it fair on everyone else and, you know, they'll do what they can for you because at the end of the day, just, those businesses are all staffed by people who are suffering the same just as we are. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I think that's it and it's it's... I mean, what I'll always, always boils down to is communication. So communicate with your suppliers, communicate with the service providers. So if it's your banks, your insurance, um, you know, any mortgage providers, anything like that, anyone that you owe money to, uh, your utilities, um, for business owners and for, for, for business owners and those who are self-employed, uh, keep an eye out on, on revenue. The local enterprise offices, uh, the various city councils, county councils, um, social welfare, all of these organizations are um, are, are, are there mm. um, and they're, they want, you know, I mean, as, as a nation, they, you know, we don't want to see businesses closing and we don't want to see people losing their houses, losing their jobs, um, you know, and, and, and being in a difficult situation. So, it's, it's really about communicating that and also communicate with your customers. So uh, whether you're a, you know, a single, um, you, you know, you work, you work solo on your own and, and you've, you have a handful of customers uh, or you're, you're a big organization that has uh, a lot of staff, um, just communicate with, with customers, keep in touch. Um, and not, not necessarily about doesn't have to be continuously about your business and about what you're doing it's just just ask how people are you know and and uh, let people engage with you and and, and um, you know like that if, if there's things that 
you know, I would I would say, and, I, and I've, I've I've advised business owners in the last couple of days to be honest in the sense of tell you know tell your customers where what they can do to help you. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're within your community and you provide a service, uh, whatever that service is, um, your customers and and the community don't want to see that business close, so they're going to support you if they can. So if it is, you know, as we were talked about gift vouchers, it's just stuff around that. If it's about buying products, it's about subscribing to service. It's a, if it's about, um, I know I was talking to a business owner that um, had had a lot of orders in and uh, he wasn't going to be able to fulfill it um, because of staffing and because he didn't want to bring in staff to fill it for the next week. Uh, a lot of his customers deferred delivery. So yeah. rather than cancelling deliveries and looking for refunds off them, I mean, they might have been small orders, it might have been 20 euro, 30 euro. Um, that cash is sitting, he's, he has it for cash flow, and once he is able to open again, they will be the first people that will get an order out, and, and, and he will, you know, he's going to look after them, and, and, and hopefully his business survives, and, and he'll be there for the community for the next... 20 years yeah you know? and i think people will respect that i mean this as i said earlier on you need to have that bit of honesty around how you're dealing with people and i think we're going to see a lot of grassroots local supportive businesses at the other end of this because people will quickly realize just how small scale and local business is once they're forced to be confronted by these sort of scenarios yeah and it's, it's and it's the the impact um you know i mean we're we're not we're not that far away from um from Christmas 2019 um, and you know we saw the volume of, of sales online sales to you know two three big international uh, e-commerce websites we won't mention their names yeah. they got a lot of sales um, you know they're not paying huge amount of taxes in Ireland if, if any um, they're not they're employing minimal staff uh, on, on, you know, in, in terms of the as, as a percentage of, of what they earn, yeah, um, at a very low so, wage point, you know. So you have to look at, you know, the 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 local business. What local businesses do, you know, if even if a, a, your local shop or your local cafe or whatever it is the case may be, are only hiring two, three, four people, um, those two or three, four people shop within the locality as well. So that money is constantly distributed within the locality within the region where you know you're going online and you're buying and I, you know I'm not I'm not pontificating from from the altar because we've I, all I do done it yeah we've all bought online yeah I, I, look at, I look at stuff and I'm going Jesus Christ I can I can get that and it's shipped free shipping and I'm getting it within you know a couple of days uh, from the UK or from the US or from China or wherever um, but you know that's that that 20 euro 30 euro that I've spent uh, could have could have gone could have stretched that money's gone straight out of the country and uh, that that money could have stretched further here locally um and and you know so it's not being thoughtful about things like that as well where where, where where you can spend um and there's a lot of i mean i know we were talking about books books earlier on um i've been on the kenny's website uh kenny's and galway and uh, you know, brilliant selection. The, the the way the way they operate, uh, Irish business, local to to your to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be able to order or order a book and, and get it shipped anywhere in the world. And um, I've ordered gifts and stuff like that for people who are stuck in their homes. And 
nice idea just you know little note to say you know thinking of you and here's a book to read or whatever yeah and uh, and, and you know they're they're they are competing with um big companies the, the big companies with international um e-commerce sites and and uh, you'd rather see that go to local they're using local businesses to ship products or using local packaging firms or you know they're obviously got staff in Galway a lot of staff in, in out there in Lisbon and uh, that's yeah. that's that's what I think we should be doing so as business people ourselves and as consumers we should be looking at that and looking at seeing where, where can we spend our money and um, and and support support or support organisations you know yeah 100% and just one last thing I'm conscious of um, I'm conscious of time because I'm going to try and edit and get these out as quickly as possible the ones we're doing over the next few days but uh, a good point someone else made earlier on and they were saying that we probably all if we scroll back through our text messages or our whatsapps and our phone you go back a month or two months you're going to find someone you know that you're friends with that you've been meaning to message for ages and he's like maybe we're all sitting at home take that time just go back to those people that you haven't texted in a month or two months or three months but they're still important in your life and just send a whole bunch of just a how are you coping you know that could be v- invaluable to one person to receive that message right now yeah no absolutely reach out reach out to family reach out to friends reach out to people you haven't seen um, in, a, in a long time and you know it's, uh, it's it's maybe maybe an opportunity to hit reset on relationships as well you know and and rebuild those those friendships that you might have lost um, and and um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to think of who I haven't texted and who's going to hear this. And uh, <laughs> he's going to be like, "Hey, that prick didn't text me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's going to be, uh, yeah, he's going to be tweeting after listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, that's, <laughs> I better my phone out before you hit publish on this. Um, but yeah, look, re- reach out and, and use the opportunity to uh, to re engage with people. And um, yeah, just be, just be, be kind. I know it was, it was obviously. That hashtag went around uh, a couple of weeks ago there after uh, the passing of uh, the Antonio of Caroline Flag, but you know, it's, it's, it's perfect two words be kind, yeah. um, let's support each other in, in business and in friendship. Yeah, I, I think the one I've added to myself, I know we've had the, the stay home and the stay safe, but I've been going with the stay home, stay safe, and the stay sane. Yes, well, stay sane is, is definitely something, and uh, you know, physical and mental health are, are interlinked. and. Uh, you know, obviously, people being isolated for long periods of time can have huge, huge impact. So the other thing is to check in on on neighbours, um, particularly elderly people, uh, people that are living alone, and um, yeah, just even you know, if you can't if you can't call into them, make sure pick up the phone, drop a note through the door, and um, just just that you're thinking of them and, and try and see if there's, if there's things you can do. So if you're ordering shopping online, could you? add in an extra tin of biscuits or can you add in a you know something whatever something it might nice be yeah. yeah 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 no that's good that's good well Eric I think we leave it at that for now I'm sure me and you will be talking a lot over the next few days ourselves anyways regardless of whether it's being recorded or not so thanks for this for now and uh, I think we'll we'll talk soon absolutely thanks for you Jeff cheers yes Thanks for listening to Creative Voices. This podcast is sponsored by Treebark Store and produced by P3B Photography. For more information, find us on Instagram, treebark.store or at p3b underscore photos. You can visit our website, treebarkstore.com or p3bphotography.com. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.